Welcome back to the Playback Podcast. My name is James Rath. In this episode, I am joined by my friend Angel, who I met back at MIT, and we most recently reunited in Los Angeles during the Anime Expo. If you haven't seen it already, be sure to check out the video piece that Angel and I did over on my YouTube channel that was released in conjunction with this podcast. In that video, we tackle more of the technical side of her bionic arm, as well as what it would be like to be an amputee who's also blind. In this episode, we cover disability representation in the media, as well as sharing our personal stories of what it was like to try to hide our disability, but ultimately embracing them, and as well as the personal story of how we met, of course. So today I'm joined by Angel Jeffria, and she is an actress, model, cosplayer. Is there anything else you don't do? Um, uh, you do some writing. Peas. I don't eat peas. You don't eat peas? Yeah, no, I don't like that. Not a fan of peas? Not a fan of Green peas. peas. String beans? String beans, I'll do string beans. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, you are in Los Angeles. This doesn't happen as regularly as I hope, but uh, it happens, and luckily I was able to catch you this time mm-hmm. instead of going off to San Francisco. Um, so, you're in town for, for Anime Expo, right? Yeah, I was in town for Anime Expo. I came out to do a cosplay with um, IGN. For this really cool... Uh, the Imagination Gaming Network? Uh, yes. Okay. Don't ask me how I remember that or know that. <laughs> I just somehow do. Yeah, I don't know if I even do. I'm like, wait a second, that sounds right. Um, yeah. It was a cosplay for a really cool character that um, I was able to integrate my prosthesis into. Okay. Very nice. So, yeah, tell me a little bit about your relationship with your arm. And uh, how... I mean, you, you... On your Twitter... Instagram, like all your socials, you put hashtag bionic actress. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about that identity and that, that, um, that hashtag. Yeah, absolutely. So I was born without my arm. Okay. I've had a limb difference my entire life. I was fit with a prosthesis when I was really young. I'm actually the youngest in the world to wear a myoelectric prosthesis. Myoelectric means that it is muscle operated. Okay. So there's electrodes or sensors that sit inside the socket and when you flex your muscles, it open and closes the arm. So technically, it's like first-gen, like, bionic kind of thing. Like, I was controlling it with my muscles since I was a baby. I was four months, ten days old. Um, so little baby bionic arm. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, so I've been having that as a part of, a huge part of my life. Always. I've always, and, you know, obviously I exist without a prosthesis on as well, but my arm has really been a huge part of me. Yeah. You know, and my identity. And I've been acting since I was seven um started in like local theater and stuff like that and made the jump to film and television when i was um in university when i started college and originally i wore an arm that wasn't a bionic arm i wore this cosmetic prosthesis that looked real like i looked like a two-handed person right right and the whole point was because i thought that wearing my arm that i like to wear was going to be a hindrance that people wouldn't book me because that wasn't the character you know, um, and they wouldn't, wouldn't make sense. So I kind of hid the fact that I had a limb difference or that I was missing my arm for a couple of years. And honestly, it did not help anything. Mm. <laughs> it really, really didn't lead to some awkward conversations some sure. weird things like that. But, um, eventually when I finally switched over to wearing this cool bionic arm, I was like, you know what? I don't care who knows. They should know. I'm proud of the person that I am. So I kind of just put it out there and hashtag everything bionic actress for them to know that, you know, this is just who I am all the time. 
now I have done rolls without my arm, and obviously I do rolls that aren't about my arm, so you know I'm not don't want to be kind of pigeonholed in that, but I think it is important to acknowledge that that's a thing. Okay, that's it's quite a story to like. I mean, I I hear that too. Like I I did YouTube without revealing that my eyes were the way that they were, and eventually it led to some conversations mm -hmm. or some comments of like why your eyes constantly moving right. why and eventually I opened up about, about it and I took ownership of it and found this community that was I wish I was a part of like long ago before and it really helped me dive into accessibility and like independent living I think it happened around the right time right. as an adult so well do you feel like because so my big thing was it with it originally was like I was so worried about you know the way that people were going to have those comments like you said yeah I was like I and I tried to hide it and I think it led to it more when those comments came up so like when I got a call back or I had the question of like you said they were saying oh what's up with your eyes or something like that I'm like oh why is your hand so stiff or mm. did you hurt your thumb or this and then it led to the <laughs> awkward conversation with a casting director with a director with whoever and then having everyone like not know how to navigate that space and right. also that it made me look like I was embarrassed and I wasn't Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's kind of tough because, like, for me, how do I talk about being, like, mm -hmm. visually impaired and, mm -hmm. I, and and considered legally blind? Like, then you get the comments, the follow-up questions of... And back then, I don't think I was just... I don't think I was ready for it. Right. I don't think that I was the authority to, yep. to answer such a question mm -hmm. because I didn't know how to. Yeah. And... Like, oh, if you're legally blind, why are you making YouTube videos? How are you, like, making YouTube? How, how can you read this comment? Like, uh, that's a good question. I, am, I, am I blind enough? You know, right. that's, that's when it comes yeah. to the question of, like, questioning what you've been told. Mm -hmm. Medically, you are, right? Yeah. And, no, it just came down to me doing more research and, and learning about a whole community. Yeah. And learning that 85% of people who are considered blind still have some usable vision. And that's that's where I can then like now that I'm educated, that. Yeah. yeah. And now I can hopefully educate and you know help others see different. And, yeah. And, I mean, see different. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's that's. So my <laughs> it's it's part of my brand. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like again, it, I think it it kind of sums it all up. Of like, I visually see different. I want others to yeah. see different. Absolutely. Mentally. No, um, I think it's perfect. And it's yeah, it it works cool. together pretty well. Cool. Cool. Uh, tell me a little bit about, so you're here at Anime Expo. Mm -hmm. Was this a thing that you, you booked regarding the arm or without? Yeah, so I do cosplay anyway. I yeah. really enjoy cosplay and I do all the different characters, so I've always done characters. And for those who don't know what cosplay is. Oh, yeah, cosplay, uh, costume play. It's the idea of being okay. able to dress up as a character, as anything, as your imagination has decided. There's tons of cosplay that isn't even real. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just something someone came up with in their head. But yeah, yeah it just lets you go out and do what you want. It's typically at Comic-Cons or events. And um, I've done a lot of characters that all are amputees that have limb differences. With this, um, I was actually contacted online okay. by the director and said that they, you know, have this show uh, that they take someone who's an advocate or an activist in their field and they do this kind of, like, hero-type makeover. Um into cosplay makeover okay. um, of a character, you know, that they like and are interested in. And we did, like, a Skype interview, talked about it, you know, and it came up, you know, what are the characters that you really like? And apparently they had, you know, what I didn't know is that there was 
um, a hope that I was interested in Alita Battle Angel. Okay. Um, because they did have some uh, connections in there, so it ended up working out really well because that was a cosplay that I was interested in doing. You know, it so it is technically about my arm. Okay. Um, but not in the way that it was like, oh, you know, all there's tons of people there who were dressed up as Alita yeah. who had both their arms. So you yeah, know. <laughs> it's it's one of those things that. It just so happens to work really well. Yeah. Because it's a character who is a robot, you know, who's... It's, it's what I love about the idea of, like, cosplay is that I can... Everyone's always so shocked. They're like, that's so cool that you integrated your arm into it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it just makes so much sense for a lot of these characters. And I think showing them the sides of some of the stuff to do with, like, disability or physical differences that maybe they didn't think of or they thought that maybe a person with a disability wouldn't be comfortable embracing right. of being like oh wow she's totally cool with that and actually that's a really cool way to utilize that no it, it makes sense and uh, I mean I'm I haven't done a whole lot of cosplay mm-hmm. I've done a little bit uh, yeah. I'll be honest and, and not like professionally I guess you could say uh, I just had fun and I dressed up as Daredevil yeah you know see that's what you do you do the things that are fun yeah and I literally uh, so I have a device uh, it's called a Sunuban mm-hmm. I did a partnership with them on YouTube and it's this cool device that helps you essentially, like, it's, it's sonar. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like a location. Do you know Brian Bushwick? Have we talked about this? I think we have. Okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does sonar stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know a couple of folks who do, and I definitely want to do more of a yeah. natural sonar. Yeah. But this is a piece of tech that you wear on your wrist, and it oh, helps okay. you kind of get, basically get feedback, yeah. vibration feedback. Um, if there's anything, there's like different rhythms and patterns, mm-hmm. lets you kind of learn if there's things like within four feet away or ten feet away. That's pretty cool. Uh, it's, it's pretty wild. Did you use it with that? With the Daredevil? Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. It's like I actually blinded myself completely with the um, oh, with the mask. Nice. Now, I don't have to do that. Yeah. Uh, but I just felt like it, it You're fit. just going all yeah. in. Went, yeah. I went all out. Uh, <laughs> I even did a video where, so I've done like two videos with the guys from Asuna and they're, they're awesome. Uh, one of them, I just I dressed up as Daredevil, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was fun. But yeah, is it's, there pictures? Can I see that? There's definitely pictures. There's video out there too. Mm, okay, I want to find that. Have you not seen this? No, I need to. Okay, sorry. All right. No, I. It's okay. <laughs> we have fun. So yeah, I mean we we've only met a month ago. Yeah. Two months ago maybe. No, it's it's been maybe a month and change. Okay. I would say, which yeah. is wild because I feel like I've known you for a long time. Well, of course, everyone feels like that. Mm, I don't feel special anymore. Mm, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but let's let's talk a little bit real quick about like how we met. Like we we met at MIT, mm-hmm. um, which is we were there with the Rudman Family Foundation. Do you want to tell them exactly how we met? <laughs> yes, let's uh, let's tell that story. Um, actually, I think I have it here in my notes. Um, yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, so I. <laughs> knew James already from, yeah. from the internets. And I, I had followed you. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, so, yeah we, so we followed each other. I think yeah. you even had replied to me before. I, uh, maybe once. Maybe. Um, I think I liked a tweet or two. Yeah, something. Something Definitely. along there. There were notifications at some point, so... <laughs> We existed to each Wait, we other, pop up and or so I thought. You definitely noticed because we have a verified tab yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, right, that's you know? true. That's everyone true. has that. If you have the blue check, yeah. Yeah. So. It's like an exclusive little VIP party. Yes, yeah, so you know they talk to you. Yeah, it's actually interesting. Um, <laughs> but yes. But yeah, so I see him at MIT. I knew he was going to be there, and I immediately go up to him and say hi, and say, hey, it's Angel. Uh, we follow each other on Twitter, something, something. And he just acts like he has no idea who I am. Okay, so mm. in my defense, we 
I had just gotten off a plane. Mm-hmm. I, I took a red eye. Mm-hmm. And I did not sleep on a plane. Mm-hmm. Such a plane. So I was pretty tired. I was pretty beat. <laughs> and you have to think for a second. Like, I have to remember. I think I even said I have a robot arm. Yeah. Or I wear a bionic arm. Maybe. And you were just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, to be fair, when, when I come across your Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... It doesn't necessarily like it reads your name yeah, yeah, yeah. and it has like these other characters. Ooh. So if my screen reader is reading it, I'm like what is all? Oh that my jumping? shruggy! Yeah, which is totally cool. Keep it because it works. It's oh, cool. Oh no! What do I do to make my shruggy more accessible? I don't think you can oh, unless God. it's an emoji, a custom emoji. What you gotta do is you gotta contact Unicode. Unicode are the guys who like. Well, they're supposed to come out with the, the ones that have the amputee stuff and stuff coming up. True. Yeah. Amputees, yeah, that? okay. Yeah, they have some cool. prosthetic devices and stuff like that, but I don't know if they have like actual. Amputees. That may come by the end of the year, though. Ooh. So. Well, my shrug is in existence. Keep it. Keep it. No, keep it. What does it sound like? What do they uh, supposed to say? I'd have to double check. And with, right now, my devices are not connected to the internet because wow. we're recording, actually using oh. my phone. Oh. So. Fancy. Yeah, but yeah, we'll have I'm to just, check. I'm just curious. Fact. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. what that shrug sounds we'll like. We'll follow up. We'll follow yeah. up. Yeah. So what I'm talking about is I have a one-handed shrug emoji. And I use that shrug all the time. Like, it's basically, oh, you have a decision to make. Right. Yeah. I, I do the little shrug, and yeah. then I took off the left, you know, slash mark and yeah. made it a comma. Right. Because obviously I have shorter arms. It's awesome. I respect it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that that was how we met. Mm-hmm. In we spent the whole what couple days together. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. We. Ricky was with us, Ricky, Ricky Pointer, yeah. hey, Ricky. who I made a video with recently. If it's on my YouTube channel, and I, I kind of made this whole like little video dedicated to our friendship, our years of friendship. Uh, on her channel, she went deafblind, and that was a yeah. fun experience to mess with her. I did watch those. Um, so that was a good good time. We still have like have more stuff to share about MIT. Like there's other videos coming. Yeah, about, like, MIT. Yeah, we had a lot happen. There's a lot of content that. Was packed a lot in that of week. really cool people mm-hmm. that we got to meet, like people that I've seen on the internet for like years and what it was like dying to meet. Yeah, um, we learned a lot just generally. I don't know. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And again, this this was like a week long classroom setting for just yeah. like marketing skills, for public speaking skills, anything yeah. to like help yeah. with your brand and get your messaging out there. If you're an advocate, it's like yeah. about leadership skills and how to get your uh, message. Like, yeah, Ruderman sold. Foundation did this really cool program where they brought in all these people to kind of work with this side of things which i think is awesome you know sometimes we miss out on those opportunities we visited google we did yeah. yeah we visited google How, did we? what are your, what are your feelings on google what are my feelings on google yeah i like google you like google i think so yeah should i tell me a little bit about do you have any history with google do i have history with google i should probably know the answer to this question i probably do oh can you share that uh yeah 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 okay. In the so, nicest way possible. Yeah. So, I think it's a fun story. So, um, I was contacted. Whatever le- you can legally share. Yeah, yeah. I was contacted. Uh, I told this totally flipped, like, blanked my mind when you asked me this question. That this is a thing that happened in my life. I figured we'd segue. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm cool, trying cool. to find ways we can segue. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. No, so, Google, I did have a really cool, uh, interesting uh, experience with where I got contacted about this video that I had up on YouTube, which I am not a YouTuber, but I have like a couple short clips of me doing things on YouTube. One of them is a three second video of me um, waving with my prosthesis mm-hmm. um, the day I got it. 
Um, and it went like mini viral when it happened. People thought it was really cool, whatever. Mm. So it's been up for a couple of years. Sounds like someone that hit Reddit's front page. Hit Reddit's front page yeah, for sure. It did? Yeah, okay. Reddit, the Reddit fam was all about it. Um, but yeah, so I got contacted by this guy, and they were like, "Hey, we want to use this for a conference. It'd be really cool if we could use your video for a conference." And you know, they did, we went through the whole thing where I sent it over to my agent, whatever. And, <laughs> Got, you know, we agreed to it, signed contracts or whatever, went over contracts kind of thing. Um, but I didn't really know what it was for. And then all of a sudden, my Twitter blew up one day and said, did I just spot Angel at Google I.O.? And I think I caught, I, I watch I.O., right? Yeah. I like to watch these tech things and because I'm a huge, huge nerd. And I jumped in and I'm like, I think that person looks familiar. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm also <laughs> blind, so... Just let so it that. And then you share this with me. Yeah, yeah. So literally what happened was I think every person that I had been interviewed by, a couple people were for uh, BBC, um, Dave, I'm going to blank his, his last name right now, but um, message me, all of a sudden my Twitter was just like, I just saw Angel, I just saw Angel. And then people were posting screenshots of it. And I remember calling my agent being like, did you know that it was going to be used at Google I.O.? And she was like, I just did a conference. So (laughs) that was really interesting and funny, um, thinking how many people saw my little wave video at this point in time. So that's exciting. Yeah. But yeah. That's pretty cool. It was cool. Yeah. So you're an actress. Yes. Yeah. That is what I do for my job. Okay. It's funny because a lot of times, most actors... And I've been super lucky right now. They'll say, like, so what else do you, like, so what do you do But when you're not acting? Like, what other job do you have? And I'm like, no, that's my job. Um, which is really cool to be able to say. Like, this is my main job. Like, yeah, I'll do public speaking gigs on the side and sometimes things like that. I do volunteer work. I work with a couple organizations, like, right now, after this. Uh, that brings in the big bucks. Yeah, right? Yeah. The volunteer stuff yeah, that you do. But, you yeah, know. So it's important. The ones that matter, like, Amity Coalition. Like, it keeps you grounded. Like, yeah, working with the, the people that yeah. supported you are important, I think. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so... I've been acting professionally, like, as my main job for the last three years, uh, and it brings me all over. I've filmed projects in England, Canada, all over the U.S. Um, it's been, it's been great. I mean, hopefully it'll just get better. <laughs> What's your favorite role that you've... That I've played? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Um, for what... So there's different ones, like, my favorite character, or, like, things that I learned. Like, because there's, there's so many things that I can think of that... I'd say character. Okay, my favorite character... And why? Um, and why? Okay, so my favorite character, I'm going to say, is in a short that I did called Genetic Lottery. Uh, her name was Bailey Harrison. And she's my favorite character for two reasons. One, it was my first time getting to play a character that had a limb difference, or missing a limb, and wasn't about that. The other characters that I've played or roles that I had, I mean, obviously, you know, especially when you first start out, you don't book, typically book a lead role right off the bat, right? So you have like, you know, one or two lines, five lines kind of thing. So most of them had to do with my arm, right? Because if you're going to only have a short conversation, a lot of the times, you know, whatever. So this was my first time getting to play a character that had a limb difference and like had like this well-rounded character arc. It was really cool where she was like super accepting of who she was, but she was also like kind of like a flawed character and she was fun. She was sarcastic, which I'm also sarcastic. So that was cool. And it was also you know, a a crew that I really respected and enjoyed and we ended up, you know, it was for a film challenge and we ended up winning some awards for it. I really enjoyed it. I worked recently on a project in Australia. Forgot to mention that when I said I traveled all over acting. Australia. (laughs) um, Where I learned so much. It was my first time as a lead in a feature. Okay. So I worked practically every day. And like, 
being on a set is obviously is like no class you you like you can go to. You can't like it's literally it's stuff that you never learn in a class, but it's like amazing. Um, from just like chemistry with your scene partners to just relationships with scene partners and trusting each other to do things and go there and knowing each other's boundaries or how to get the best performance out of each other and you know relationships with crew and directors and it was a horror movie so it was a bit intense I did all my own stunts that was amazing working with our, our Edie Floyd was our stunt coordinator and I I the fact that I feel comfortable doing my own stunts like if someone told me like right now like we're gonna do a fight movie and you're gonna do this 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 I'd feel I'd feel fine about it because I did my own stunts every day and it's I don't know I feel like I learned a lot so those two right now are sticking out in my head I'd say okay and uh you were actually just in France too do you yeah do you remember that so i was just in cannes you were in france yeah oh i was in france you were were with us in a way you you acted in a tommy Tommy, uh, they they i constantly like kept seeing your face yeah they used it that's cool they used it like in every talk I'm so, excited to hear that. I don't yeah. know if I told you that, but I just wanted to share that. I think I did. I may have just you like, text me. I may have DM'd you. Just yeah, like, you messaged me to tell yeah, me that. So I last year I got to do Tommy Hilfiger's um, a fall camp adaptive campaign. Mm-hmm. So fall eighteen. But you did more the the modeling uh, yeah. videos. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're um, photo campaign. So we didn't work, work together. Just unfortunately. So, fortunately not. Um, my commercial Tommy, was no, non-union. <laughs> uh, I don't know who made that decision, but bummer. Well, uh, actually, no. James I, I says it wasn't him, but... Um, wasn't no. <laughs> I think it came down to uh, whoever hired me, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's fine. Sometimes roles just aren't. That's not for you. Yeah. But we did a really cool adapting campaign that was a lot of fun, and I've been doing a lot more print, which is really That's exciting, good. too, that, you know, in these, like, print and commercial things, they're opening up a lot of things to diversity, where they're saying, like, okay, like, why don't we have a disabled... Um, a model or person with a disability in, in this ad campaign, like statistically there would be one. Yeah. So make sure you put one on the books, period. And I love that. I mean, some people are like, oh, is that like tokenism? It's like, no, it's representation. It's the idea that this is what the world looks like, especially with print work. Yeah. Print work is like, if you found ways to represent other things, why wouldn't you find a way to represent that? So yeah, I, I think it's been really great with that. So tell me a common mistake people do. Um, people, maybe writers, mm. make when they're writing a disabled character. Something that you maybe spot or could critique. Yeah, okay. So, I also do sensitivity reading um, on things for, like, novelists, but even for writers, it's... If you're writing from a position that isn't your own, which I understand, obviously, you can't be... You can't ever know everyone's position, and you're going to want to write stuff that isn't just about you. I mm-hmm. totally understand that. But there's the idea and the, the issue with making it about the disability... Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just realizing that whoever this character is is just a person who happens to have that and yes it is integrated into their life but it's not the only thing that I talk about and also my jokes are typically a lot funnier than the jokes that they write <laughs> <laughs> yeah I wholeheartedly agree I think it's when we write characters mm-hmm. oftentimes we leave it two dimensional Yeah, and it's because we're so focused on fleshing out this like story and then once the spill is brought up like oh that's story. That's plot. Right. When that could just be... Be. The person. Yeah, you it can, just... You can easily add a three-dimension to this character when... It, in the past, like, certainly everyone with a disability goes through their own little mm-hmm. arc, their own little uh, overcoming of society. But is that whatever in, this thing is about? Exactly. It's yeah. usually not. Yeah. It's it's 
sometimes written to overcome their disability, which find that like, cure, yeah. which realistically doesn't actually happen in real oh, life. Oh, goodness. There's so, so many things with that, but that is an issue, too, sometimes, where, like, yeah. everyone thinks that people with disabilities are sad. That's that's the representation we get, is that we're, we're sad and we want to change it. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the problem when I talk to people every day, and people come up to me and they're like, you know, not that what I'm doing isn't great or wonderful at that time, but someone's like, oh, that's so inspiring that you're doing this, or it's so great that you're doing this, um, that, that you're out here doing things. And I think the the assumption is that people with disabilities aren't out here doing things like from what well, they maybe seen, they're not yeah. because our society, yeah, <laughs> our society doesn't make it accessible. Yeah. And then so can we recognize that yeah. before we recognize people with disabilities trying to yeah. you know, be out there? That's a good call. Yeah, it's so funny. It's like, there's little to catch but, Yeah, it's the, the the ways that it's said that make you realize like yeah. it's like I don't even know if you know what you're saying yeah. when, when they give you that kind of statement. Like the well, I think there's a hashtag. It's, trending right now that's like disabled compliments yeah and it's stuff that people intended to be positive may not have exactly been positive right so like yeah that happens quite a bit with you know writing as well as the other issue is casting yeah. right if the character isn't written with a disability uh casting doesn't think to call anybody in and sometimes they are written with a disability and they still don't think to call anybody in which just happened to me where a breakdown was released and they did not even put into the character that she was missing an arm which was in the script um, and then a week later, the network realized that they hadn't seen any amputees for the role and called them out on it. And then we got called in for it, but it was just so funny that they were like, Oh no, no, we knew it was in the sides that they were an amputee, but it never was put into the breakdown. Can you say what network this is or is that? No, no. probably not. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I, like to, I like to give props to the network. Oh, there is some, some good networks that are doing some really great things. Thanks. So, Freeform especially. I'd say Freeform right now is one of the networks that's doing really great things with that. And they've, they've had CBS several. CBS as well. Yeah, CBS as well. I haven't done anything with them. But... Um, I did their, um, I've auditioned and had a callback for their uh, diversity program okay. for uh, Showcase. Nice. I haven't gotten into it. Um, typically, for their diversity program, it isn't specifically about disability. Mm-hmm. It's just about diversity. So typically, if they have 20 people, two of them will have a disability. Okay. Um, as opposed to BBC, I did a really amazing, amazing program with BBC that was called Class Act, and it was all about disability. And it was about integrating, and they made a promise that they were going to make like 10% of their programming. I heard about that. Yeah, it was, yeah they, they yeah. did a really good job with that of saying, like, this setting a hard line is like, this exists, 10% period is going to exist. Um, I don't know if they've accomplished it yet. I have no idea, but yeah. yeah. Uh, another two that, again, we don't, I guess have full clarity on mm-hmm. yet, but based on what insider information Disney Plus and Apple TV Plus yep. are uh, doing content with disabilities, but also being very sensitive to the community yep. and, and careful and uh, just doing the right thing. Uh, so I just heard about one that focuses around deafness mm-hmm. for Disney and then one that's focused on blindness for Apple. Uh, can't really talk too much on those, but mm-hmm. cause they're, they're not out yet and there's just like press releases that exist, but it's, yeah. uh, sounds pretty cool. And some of the talent that you hear behind it, good, good stuff. Yeah. It's always amazing. Like when they're making sure that the authenticity, authenticity and the, the representation is there in an accurate yeah. and authentic way. Like that's what needs to happen. Dream role. Uh, if you could, whether, you know, arm related or not, yeah. like, What's your dream? What would you like to put your face, your body, into in terms of a character? I really, I being from the cosplay world and being from Oz, I really love like a really awesome sci-fi film. Okay. Um, I would, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. What's coming to my mind is, like, Elysium, which is not, you know, the best... I'm not saying it's, like, top-tier best movie of all time, but, like, thinking something that was, like, I got to utilize stunts because I love doing stunts as well. Yeah. Uh, like, something that's, like, high drama. Although I could go the other way where I'd love, like, a really fun comedy where I got to be, like, sarcastic and, like, you know, like, a pain in the butt and just, like, you know, make arm jokes all the time. And, and at some point, knock someone with your arm? Yeah, like, come yeah. on. Yeah, like... I think both sides of the spectrum would be really cool. Like, I don't know. Like, okay. I, I just started getting into writing, um, which I hadn't done before. So it's starting to, to have pieces and parts of things. Like, I, I'll have, like, a scene that'll come to mind or something. But t- definitely not yet, like, a whole concept. Now, when you're writing, are you left-handed or right-handed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm writing with my right hand, but I could write with my prosthesis if I wanted to. Okay. Is my, my stock answer. You don't have to give me an answer for that. I felt obligated. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so, tell me, what is, as a director, mm-hmm. what's something I could look out for? What's something that my producer, uh, maybe another director who I maybe would advise, if you had any advice yeah. for any director, producer, writer, someone working with talent with disabilities, um, what would you, what would you say? Already working with. Could be, could potentially work with, could already be working with. Uh, if the, you have any advice on just like yeah. how to make that the most accommodating or accessible or just yeah. most natural absolutely uh, interaction, yeah. How can you go about that? I have a show that I worked on recently, which I don't know when you're gonna put this out, but I probably can't say what it is. That's um, fine. But I booked a role that wasn't about my arm. Okay. Um, but they did know mm-hmm. that I had one arm um, and I wore prosthesis and all that. And they handled it in the most amazing way. Um, uh, the showrunner calls me, and we had this, you know, hour, hour and a half long conversation. She just wanted to know about me and how I felt and what were my feel. And it was never, it didn't ever feel feel um, like she was like um, being too personal or asking. Sure. It was just like letting me talk about me and getting a vibe of me and figuring out because she wanted to obviously. You know, I'm, I was, I'm a recurring character on the show, yeah. which is cool. Uh, it's the idea that my arm is going to come up. Because if there's the idea that it doesn't come up every single second of the day, when people write that way, it makes me mad. Like, my arm doesn't come up in every single conversation. But also, at the same token, like, if I'm recurring and I'm in this show, my arm has to come up at some point. Yeah. Otherwise, now you're ignoring it. I mean, very much. If, yeah. Say, so you're with me. Um, I'm blind. Yeah. I might not even know you have an arm. Eventually, <laughs> I'm going to hear a sound. Uh, yeah, like that. Uh, or we're crossing the street, right? Um, we've been hanging out for three hours. Got across the street. I'm like, oh, hey, can you guide me? And all of a sudden, I grab your, your left arm. Uh, and, and you keep going, but, but I'm holding on to something. No, but. Yeah. My arm doesn't come off that easily, I promise. Okay. Uh, that's a misconception. That would be a pretty good comedic, though. Like uh, I used to do it to substitute teachers when I was a kid. I would go to like, shake their hand and then I would just drop it. Um, I was the worst. But we should do that blind person and a person with prosthesis. Yeah, let's like, do it. Yeah. I, I want to fit that in somehow. Yeah, something. let's find a, a funny way to do it. But um, but the showrunner <laughs> called me and she had all these conversations, like questions, and she wanted to know how to integrate or how I was comfortable integrating my arm into this character. Okay. She took the position of like, we want it in there. We want to write for it. But first I need to get the vibe and I need to understand how you feel about this. So I think really just communication is incredibly important either way. So if you're already working with the talent, like as a director, like I'm making sure you're communicating. Uh, Also, you can't be expected to know everything, especially like 
certain things like um we had a scene where they were trying to get me to hold 10 things at once <laughs> and i remember going like okay i can do this but it's not gonna look the thing the way that you think it's gonna look it doesn't have super strength yeah unfortunately it does not have super strength but it was like they wanted me to like hold a coat and a, and a backpack and a headband and a water bottle and this and i'm like stacking them under my arm like i would do because you know i can hold things in my hand but i typically can't manipulate my hand exactly the same way as sure. a fully functioning fleshy hand right yeah. so i have different ways of holding things that i've adapted to so I'm like, you may have this picture as a director right in your head of what you think the shot's going to look like. And I was I've like, seen Teen Titans. I know how a cyborg should work, right? <laughs> exactly. You know how cyborg work. Perfect. <laughs> there. Reference. Um, so yeah, it's just keeping those lines open of yeah. like, hey, uh, and feeling comfortable and making sure the talent is comfortable having that conversation. Okay. I think a big thing if you're not already working with a talent yeah. um, is knowing that disability is something that exists in a huge portion of the population and making sure that the projects that you work on include disability and have it hopefully be in an authentic form rather than, you know, if possible. Okay. Rather than a, I don't know, a varying shade of it. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, for sure. Or something's one very one unidimensional, one-dimensional characters of, like, like don't take the easy way out. Mm-hmm. That would be the, the I, for anything, right? Yeah. Even outside of disability but like don't take the easy way out no it's good advice and it's it's good even for me to rehear that like cool i might be disabled i might be a director with a disability and i might be you could say i'm more cautious than many yeah. others who haven't worked with people with disabilities just because yeah. i've been on the other side I've been on the other role uh but there's still like there's so much i'm learning mm-hmm. and there's so much that I can learn from my talent uh, as well, and right. it's 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 a two way communication streak. It's right. not, and for any director who believes it's a one way, yeah, like you've already set your talent for failure. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can think that you're gonna make a masterpiece. You might think that you're the next like you're the Steve Jobs of the film industry, but no, you've already you've already set up a terrible time on set. Right? And, yeah, you made and, the whole thing it's from the beginning. It's yeah. not gonna go in the direction. And you that want can be to. with any talent whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit, for someone who doesn't see themselves represented in current media, right. but maybe they're aspiring to see themselves, or maybe they want to fill that role, mm-hmm. what advice would you give them? This could be a younger person. Yeah, absolutely. So the reason it took me so long, I have a master's degree in psychology. I never thought acting was the career. Not that I, I, want, I wanted it to be. I've always been so incredibly passionate about it, but I didn't think I could ever make it because I didn't see me. Yeah. And it's the idea of if there's something in your life that you feel like if you took it out and you could never ever do it again, how does that make you feel? And if you're not pushing yourself to go further and whatever that is, then I think you're doing yourself and everyone else a disservice because you're obviously incredibly passionate, incredibly passionate and able to give so much in that field. So even if it's scary, even if you know you seem like the odds are stacked against you, to do yourself a favor, do everyone a favor, and try to put that energy into having that goal of whatever it is to show yourself to be represented, to, to, whether it's just a class, whether it's you know an interaction, going to a meetup. There's so many little ways that you can just start to see if this is the direction you want to be in. And I think you just need to make you know the brave choice and kind of just jump in, and, and you'll know. You'll know if it's, if it's worth it to you to continue. Very nicely said. I, I know personally, only people who I saw blind media were cartoons. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was oftentimes 
part of their quirk of like yeah. their superpower. Whether we're talking like Toph from Avatar or like mm-hmm. Daredevil or uh, Zubat from Pokemon. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. The supersonic, you know. Yeah. It, it was all about that supersonic, that sixth sense to get around. Um, never did I, you know, I, I watched, what's, what's that show? Um, Degrassi. Mm-hmm. You grew up with it. I was just waiting for a blind character right. to be on the show. Never happened. Yeah. Are you telling me there's never been a blind person in any kind of like public school? No, let's recycle the same storylines and disabilities yep. or like... That's yeah, the lazy mental. choice, right? Yeah. So, it's... Because it was it harder, meant... I think, because it didn't exist as much, right? Yeah. People have done... They know more about wheelchair I mean, users, I, I think. wanted to do more animation back when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, because that's just what I, I thought I could only Pull see off, myself right? in that. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, and as I got more into film, I'm like... I'm still not seeing blind people in film. Maybe there's, there's a purpose for me to like... Yeah to get into this to to really help yeah to help fill that that void right like, yeah so i i hope and again that's a whole nother issue is getting media to be actually accessible to the blind yeah uh so that I they, talked about they, it today with IGN. oh yeah they said to contact you give them your contact okay um because i was saying i was like can i talk to them about gaming accessibility they, they do captions already on their videos yeah. but i was like well do you uh, audio captioning and or audio descriptions and they were like I don't think so and I was like well let's do they you know that gamers are blind yeah well uh, they were they were they were they were like I don't know <laughs> they were they were, at first they were really surprised like, I'm not sure yeah. like you know um this is for specifically something to do with the YouTube channel yeah and um and they were like let's yeah let's let's work on that and I I think that that's a big thing is sometimes not that you can give everyone the card of saying like oh we didn't know better. But sometimes, like, when you do have a conversation with someone, it generally feels like, oh, maybe this issue, this has not been presented to them. Right. And they actively are interested. Yeah, yeah. Like, at least to me, that shows that it's like, oh, people are willing to do this. This is why we need more representation, so people know that they need to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Very nice. Uh, Angel, where can people find you? Where can people watch you, find your work? Yeah. Um, you can check me out on Twitter, Instagram. You can search my name, Angel, A-N-G-E-L, Jafria, G-I-U-F-F-R-I-A. Um, find me on Facebook. Uh, you can check my IMDb, check what projects I'm working on. I have a couple uh, in development. That film in Australia is actually coming out later this year, which awesome. will be cool. Um, I am not doing great in it, though. It's a horror film. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you but, lose an arm? Uh, I don't lose an arm. Okay. Right. Yeah, the character is limited from, from the start. Sorry, hey. spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. <laughs> don't bum me out for that. But yeah, no, yeah. find me on the internet. I'm, I'm all over. Find me on Reddit. Cool. Uh, give a hand to Angel. Thank you for being here. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for, for uh, being with me today and, and taking some time out, out of your really busy, tight schedule here in LA. Absolutely. And um, have a good time at uh, Amputee Camp. Yeah, head in the Amputee Camp with Amputee Coalition. Get to awesome. go to the Camp Vibes for the next week. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. All right, I hope you can see different, hear different, I guess, in this format. But <laughs> thank you. Uh, and again, be sure to check out Angel. Check out the video that we did over on my channel where we show a little bit more of the technological side of her arm and, and how that works and also um had a little surprise for her to experience so be sure to check that out <laughs> thanks Jess. i'll hear you next time bye <laughs>